Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this CARTA Symposium. My name is Pascal Gagneux. I'm the Associate Director of CARTA. It's my pleasure to welcome you to this symposium, and uh, I'm very grateful to see all of you today, especially in the light of the fires that rage in San Diego County. And the problem is not over yet. There will be a future symposium on climate change. Today, however, we will talk about male aggression and violence in human evolution. Among the oldest questions humans have asked across the ages are, who are we? What are we doing here? Where did we come from? How did we get here? And where are we going? And we at Carter believe that two of these questions, namely, where did we come from and how did we get here, are now a good subject for scientific investigation based on facts. So the goal of Carter is explaining human origins and trying to answer these two questions. The term anthropogeny is old. It predates Haeckel, who really popularized it in the German literature in his book on human origins that he named Anthropogenie. It was coined by an Englishman, uh, and we have tried to resuscitate it as the study of human origins, uh, those things that made us who we think we are. Carter is an official re uh, research unit at, at uh, organized research unit at UCSD, and is led by three co-directors, Ajit Varki, Rusty Gage, Fred Gage, and Margaret Schoeninger. We span the Salk Institute, General Campus, and the medical school. Uh, I help out, and we have a very uh, dedicated team, including Linda Nelson, Ingrid Bernerska-Perkins, John Morland, Kate Kaya, who are busy manning the computers, and uh, Jesse Roby and John Spots helping out today. Anthropogeny spans many different disciplines. We, we believe the only way to get at human origins is to get people together from completely different disciplines, ranging from the humanities, biological sciences, engineering and computing sciences, physical and chemical sciences, biomedical sciences, and social sciences, and try to get at these factors that 200,000 years ago contributed to this, this, this new species that we are part of. Our mission statement states that we want to use all rational and ethical approaches to seek all verifiable facts from all relevant disciplines to explore and explain the origins of the human phenomenon. And we want to do that while minimizing complex organizational structures and hierarchies and avoiding unnecessary paperwork and bureaucracy. It is very difficult to do, though. In the process, we want to raise awareness and understanding of the study of human origins within the academic community and the public at large. We would not be able to do this, and we owe a special thanks to our major sponsor, the G. Harold and Leela Y. Mathers Foundation of New York, and Jim Handelman, uh, who is the executive director. Many people have contributed to uh, the success of Carter, and we'd like to extend a special thank to Rita Atkinson, who has supported us, and many other people who have continued to support our effort to organize these three, three times a year symposia that are open to the public. We also would like to thank uh, the UCSD TV crew, Rich Vargo, Matt Aliotto, Marcy Bretz, Jacob Parker, and Josh Stolze, who will uh, contribute to the seamless uh, videotaping of today's presentations, and the Salk Media Services, of course, Ken Schnucker and John Labes. And with that, I will uh, pass on to our Richard Rangham, who is our first chair today. Uh, thank you, Pascal. And um, thank you to the directors, co-directors, and everybody else that we just saw listed uh, from Carter, uh, headed by Ajit Vaki, for um, inviting 
uh, Chris Boehm and myself to co-chair this symposium on male aggression and violence in human evolution. Violence is a very important topic. It's intellectually a really fascinating topic. It's also a really sensitive topic because of its moral implications. And those of us who are involved in thinking about violence are often criticized for uh, treading on some of this very dangerous ground. Um, sometimes the uh, findings, the opinions uh, that have been emerging out of thinking about the evolution of violence have been used in terrible ways uh, in fostering a, a war philosophy. And uh, certainly the accusation that people who study violence uh, can inadvertently contribute to uh, encouraging violence is one that is, is thrown around and I think has uh, actually inhibited uh, the study of violence. And I think it's just great that we've got a symposium here today. There are, uh, are some increasing numbers, but nevertheless, at the same time as we have lots of people really seriously interested in thinking about the factors responsible for uh, human psychological predispositions in this respect, at the same time, there is a, a branch of anthropology, quite vocal, that uh, very explicitly thinks that the duty of anthropology is to show that war is unnatural. And I think the people here represent a different kind of perspective, which is to be very open-minded and uh, try and find out what is natural, because uh, we do not assume that anything that is natural is inevitable, and that is the fear that many people have. There are other fears as well. There's fear, we might say, of Goodwin's error, uh, recalling the, um, uh, the mistake of a very serious and good scientist, uh, Fred Goodwin, who um, managed to produce a, a speech uh, something like 20 years ago in which uh, his interpretations were uh, regarded as somewhat simplistic implications that um, uh, violence in certain sectors of the society could be interpreted on racist grounds. Let me just leave it vaguely as that without getting into it. I just want to make the point that there are sensitive issues here. Um, and therefore, I just want to make very explicit to us all that, that uh, investigation of and accepting the notion of a violent past does not in any way um, mean that we are accepting the notion of a violent future the um, Better Angels of Our Nature, the book by Steve Pinker that was a blockbuster success and uh, continues to be so, uh, is a wonderful testament to uh, something that many of the people represented here among the speakers have contributed to thinking about, namely that, um, that even if you have an evolutionary understanding of violence, uh, that doesn't make anything uh, inevitable. So, Regarding violence as maybe adaptive does not in any way legitimize it. These are such sensitive issues that you can point to books on the biology of violence that do not touch them at all, that do not go anywhere near thinking about the evolutionary significance of violence. But we all, I'm sure, are aware of, of Dobzhansky's claim that nothing in biology makes sense except in the light of, of evolution. So that's what we want to think about today. Now, male violence is a big topic. It's had devastating effects on human societies uh, throughout uh, all of history. We are not going to tackle most of them. We're not 
going to tackle sexual violence, slavery, infanticide, domestic abuse. Maybe they'll get mentioned peripherally, but our focus here is on violence among males, and in particular, um, violence between groups, but, but also uh, within groups to some extent. 